Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Dr. E.J. McKenzie on Blog Talk Radio. McKenzie with another segment of uh, the Master Key. Today is Saturday. Today is a day that was set aside uh, uh, to pray for you, to war for you, to battle for you, to intercede for you, to stand the gap for you. Today is the day that's set aside uh, for us to minister supernaturally on your behalf. Well, we had a powerful powerful move of God on last night. Our uh, supernatural encounter started on last night, uh, start again today at 4, and tomorrow at uh, 10 a.m. We'll be concluding our supernatural encounter meeting. And the supernatural was encountered on last night. Uh, we are two dynamic speakers uh, that God has graced uh, with a tremendous anointing upon their lives uh, to manifest on the behalf of his people and even the earth realm. And God did that on last night. Um, Bishop Senegal was the speaker on last night. A powerful word. Ladies and gentlemen, you really need to call in, uh, go to our website and order um, the message from last night. Uh, matter of fact, just get the whole set, get the whole package, and uh, we just believe that the Lord God is going to bless you through these messages. Uh, never heard a message like this before. The uh, the title, well, as much the title, but uh, the teaching on Barabbas uh, and Jesus. Uh, it, it was a powerful uh, message on misplaced uh, of honor. And sometimes we honor the wrong people and honor the wrong thing. And the person that should begin uh, receiving honor is the one that receive uh, uh, um, persecution, judgment, uh, misuse, abuse. And the person that should uh, get judged and sentenced is the one that receive the blessing of righteousness. It's fascinating. But it was an excellent message. I think it will encourage you and help you to understand uh, what the Lord uh, is up to and how he's preparing his people for this last day, uh, this last move. Uh, you you don't want to miss it uh, this, this evening at 4 p.m. Also, we will have um, uh, the prophetic presbytery will be going forth uh, at 2.30 and um, if you have not signed up, it's most likely it's too late by now uh, um, to uh, force to speak. We already got the teams together, and now we'll put in the uh, teams. To, uh, we got the teams together. We're putting the list together and and um, connected them with the teams that's going to be speaking into their lives. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the hour of the church. This is the hour of the kingdom of God. The church is the instrument that the kingdom of God uses to flow through to be able to be a blessing to humanity. Uh, those of you that have any questions you desire to call in, about 800 call-in number is 877-537-3321. Our regular call-in number is 
5493. Uh, call your families and friends and let them know that we are on the air. Join us, if you will, uh, uh, during this hour of power, this hour of the supernatural, this hour of prayer, intercession, and warfare on your behalf. All right, what is on the agenda for today? Uh, basically, everybody should know our schedule by now. You know, we have shifted uh, from uh, the evenings. I do Monday and Tuesday at 6 p.m. from 6 to uh, 7. I'm counseling. Uh, uh, you should probably notice that yesterday. No, was on air yesterday. Uh, but we have canceled our Friday evening, 1 p.m. We will no longer be doing a Friday at 1 We'll only be doing two days, Monday and Tuesday. Uh, Kathy and I will be gathering together on Wednesday, and Kathy will be doing her program on uh, on Thursdays. So uh, there will be no Fridays. Uh, we will continue Saturdays because uh, we really believe that God wants to do something with us and through us uh, on, uh, on this Saturday program. And so uh, the momentum is, is not as fast as we desire it to be. I uh, know a lot of people are busy on Saturday. That's the time people do a lot of day uh, uh, work, whatever the case may be. Um, but uh, my, my mentality is this right here. If somebody needs something, uh, they will make the adjustment to get what they need. Uh, um, the supernatural flows uh, in us and through us. Um, and uh, it, you, we're here to be a blessing. We're here to serve you. And so, therefore, that's what we're here for. Uh, now, once again, uh, those of you that is online, um, uh, those just called in, uh, call your, you don't want to listen, call your families and friends. Invite them out to the meeting this evening. Um, the, the Lord uh, 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 healed, dissolved uh, two, uh, oh yeah, matter of fact, I got a testimony last night too after service over, uh, uh, two tumors, two tumors was totally dissolved. And there's another young lady, a member of our church, that was working on the sound, with the sound, uh, said that she had a cyst on her uterus. And uh, she noticed that uh, uh, as the man that was praying for them, and after he finished praying for them, she felt for it and it was gone. That's the presence of the supernatural, ladies and gentlemen, the presence of the supernatural. Um, another testimony was uh, we had the same man of God with us a year, a uh, year, year and a half ago, or last year sometime, and uh, he began to prophesy de uh, debt cancellation. I know this is the enemy. That this is every time I get on this uh, uh, call here, uh, um, this broadcast, the phone rings, and so I got to start taking authority over that. Thank you, Lord, for making me aware of that. But uh, uh, he has spoke debt cancellation. I hold on to that word now. I birth that word. I speak that word. I claim that word, uh, debt cancellation. Uh, I believe it. I receive it. Um, and I stand on it. And God is manifesting himself even now. Uh, but he had prophesied to this uh, young man, gave a word of knowledge, you giving him a word of knowledge. And uh, the end of the word of knowledge, and tell your wife, Gigi, he didn't use the word wife, Gigi. Yeah, God used him in a very powerful way in words of knowledge, and uh, that the house is theirs. And um, uh, I thought it was fascinating that we have him back at this particular month, and it's this particular month and week 
we got them this week and this month. And it was this week that the couple closed on their property. Ladies and gentlemen, heaven wants to invade earth. Heaven wants to influence earth. Heaven wants to liberate earth from up under dominion and the influence of Satan and bring, listen, it ain't up to heaven, it's up to you and I. And you and I bring the earth, bring our circumstances, bring our situation subject to the influence of heaven. I'm going to ask everyone to do something that is listening to me as well. I, 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 want, I really want you, uh, I want you locking in, I want you to be praying uh, uh, all from, from now until the broadcast is over, until we get into the service. Keep the heavens open. I believe that the momentum is going to constantly increase and increase. One of the things that the man of God uh, uh, asked the people to do, bring your bills. Bring your bills. Oh, my God, is there's anybody that will believe God today? Is there's anyone that will just step out and say, I mean, what's the use, God? I mean, nothing else is working for me. I don't try everything. I don't try to bring myself out. I have tried to do this, and nothing is working. But you have made a decision that you're going to step out and you're going to obey the prophet. The Bible says that if we, excuse me, believe in the prophet, we're going to prosper. We're going to prosper. And this is a prophet of God. Both of these men flows supernaturally. You don't want to miss it, ladies and gentlemen. You don't want to miss it. Bring your bills. Bring bring your uh, judgments. Bring uh, everything to these meetings, ladies and gentlemen. Bring it and let the prophet of God speak over them. Let the prophet of God lay hands upon them. Let heaven be released. This is a meeting of the supernatural. This is, a, this, is not another, this is not a revival. This is not a revival meeting. This is a sanctioned meeting that has been set aside for the manifestation and demonstration of the supernatural. More than anything, I, 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 my prayer is, yes, that would be great that your bills be canceled, your debts be canceled. But if, if that's all you get, then we still miss it. But if you don't receive impartation, if you don't receive a stirring in your spirit that's going to take you uh, 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 in another dimension to live and walk in the supernatural every day, every moment, every hour, and every second of your life, then, then this meeting is going to be in vain. If there's no propelling you to live in the supernatural, if there's no propelling of you to walk by faith and not by sight, then this meeting is totally in vain. It's just going to be another meeting. You got quickened, you got stimulated, you got a blessing, but you didn't become a blessing. Then this meeting is in vain. Ladies and gentlemen, let's believe God. Let's believe that the grace of God that works mightily in the man of God, the grace of God will be activated in you. The grace of God will be stirred in you. The grace of God will increase his momentum in you. That when the, when the men of God, that God has used as instruments and channels, is as released and gone to their next assignment, the grace of God has not ceased to function. The grace of God has not ceased to function, but it's extending its domain. It is extending its domain. Oh, I feel the Holy Spirit up in here uh, this morning. So uh, uh, get your bills out there. You need, to, you need to pack your cars up. 
You need to load your cars up. You need to go find people and get them in your cars and bring them into this meeting. This is strategic. This is timely. The heavens wants to bless you. The heavens want to bless you. And so, therefore, come receive a blessing that you can become a blessing. Once again, if you desire to call in, have any kind of questions, or you desire to chat, uh, my chat is working. Uh, uh, we will answer you by way of uh, the broadcast, the phone, but we will not uh, chat back with you. If you desire to chat, you can do that. Uh, those of you that desire to call in, have any questions, 800. Uh, excuse me, 800 877 537 I have a regular call in number 347 237 5493. Get your family and friends on the line today. Let's join forces today. Believe in God uh, for a great manifestation of His power uh, to be demonstrated and manifested in us and through us uh, today. Let's come expecting an encounter. Not, and see, listen. This is another reason we miss it. We we don't really see God. We see men. When we see men and don't see God, it reveals that we are more natural than we are spiritual. But we got to become more spiritual than we are natural. And when we're more spiritual, that means when we see God working in and through a man, then the God that working in and through a man can work and move in you. God is trying to show you your capacity. I show you what God uh, can do in you and through you. So let's look at something today. I think that um, uh, when it comes down to the supernatural, when it comes down to the kingdom of God, there is an enemy. This segment on Saturday is dealing with the supernatural, is dealing with prayer, intercession, and warfare. And uh, I think what has happened, and I really believe that God himself has allowed the economic structure globally to dissipate. Uh, he's called, uh, uh, has touched our gods. Uh, what is man dependent on? What is, the, what is the thing that has caused man to deviate from God probably more than anything? It's money. It's success. It's protection. It's nothing wrong with any of those things, but the problem is we're seeking for it from the wrong perspective. And the enemy's ultimate goal is always to infiltrate. Uh, that's in the natural as well as in the realm of the spirit. When uh, before America uh, attacked Iraq and Kuwait, uh, uh, they had did their homework, their due diligence. They investigated. They searched. They they spied out. Uh, of course, with the technology we have today, you're not to be present. And they they saw the areas that the enemy was vulnerable, and they attacked their vulnerability. That's how the enemy operates everybody. That's in the natural as well as in the spiritual. The enemy is always looking for the vulnerability of every man, woman, boy, and girl on the face of the earth. Uh, save, unsave, and especially save. But he already got the ones that's not saved. But he still knows the vulnerabilities of those that is not saved, that belong to him, to keep them from getting saved. He knows their vulnerabilities, everyone. And so he's a master strategist, so he's always plotted and planning. But one of the things that has uh, the enemy has planned for years and executed for years, 
but he didn't he didn't execute it uh, from a base of it was rapid. It happened so slow until you become so inundated in it that you can't make uh, the difference between what is God and what is not God. But this is a danger. This subject here that I want to talk about that has infiltrated the church humanism. Uh, humanism is a plot, plan, strategy, and strategy of the enemy that has infiltrated. When I say the church, I'm not talking about the building. I'm talking about the church of the Lord Jesus Christ, the body of Christ. Let me give you a definition of the word humanism, and, and it's going to help us to understand uh, uh, how the enemy has manipulated and that's one of the reasons why we don't see great supernatural things that have taken place. Humanism is the denial of any power or moral value superior to that of humanity. Are you hearing this? The denial of any power or moral value superior to that of humanity. That's one definition. So that means it got to deny God. It must deny Jesus. It must deny the Holy Spirit. It must deny the kingdom of God because it says the denial of any power or moral value superior to that of humanity. Humanity is a fallen race. Humanity is a failure. So the manipulation is to get you to believe that humanity is the ultimate. Our value system is superior. So we don't, think about it. If that's the case, you don't need anybody else. You don't need nothing else. Because there's nothing bigger and greater than you. That's humanism. Another definition of the word uh, humanism is the rejection of religion in favor of a belief in the advancement of humanity by its own efforts. By its own efforts. By its own efforts. And what is the strength of the new age? Is to believe in yourself. You are superior. You are your own God. If you are your own God, you don't need nobody else. You don't need nobody. Wow, this thing is 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 powerful. And God gotta help us. Because think about it. If you don't need nobody else, what is that? Pride. What got Satan kicked out of heaven? Pride. So what Satan's foundation wants to be in every man's life? Pride. If pride got him kicked out of heaven, Pride will keep me from God. Satan believed in himself and then believed in the God that created him. He ceased to believe in the God that created him, and he began to believe in himself, the creation itself. And it's the same thing how Satan manipulated. His goal is to get you to believe in yourself, but not the God in you. To live independent of God. And so you cease to live in dependency upon him. So humanism is denial any power or moral value superior to that of humanity. And tell me what what uh power, what moral value is superior in humanity? 
God, the kingdom of God, his righteousness is greater. So if, if, if I deny that, then how in the world can I ever, ever experience supernatural power from the heavens? Ladies and gentlemen, spiritual warfare is, is, is uh, something that is vital. Let me read a, a, a scripture to you out of the Living Bible. Ephesians 6, uh, 12. For we are not fighting against people made of flesh and blood, but against persons without bodies, the evil rulers of the unseen world, those mighty satanic beings and great evil princes of darkness who rule this world, and against huge numbers of wicked spirits in the spirit world. Isn't that powerful? So, so what we're, and you, you know this, our fight is not against flesh and blood, but we still fight against flesh and blood. Isn't that amazing? You ask any person that's been in church for at least five years, they probably quote scripture from Genesis to Revelation, but how to do it, they don't know. And, it's, and, and, it's, and this thing's kind of scary to me from this perspective. When I sit down and have dialogue with other preachers, and when we dialogue and that we, we, we begin to talk, so they, we talk religious, we talk scripture, but the reason there's no practicalities in the scriptures uh, when we dialogue is because there's they, they have there's no application of it, so there's no experience of it, so there's no no practicalities in it at all. It's all spiritual. It's all scripture. It's all confession. It's all preaching. But the ability to identify how this thing worked, the majority have absolutely no clue. If you ask them a question about what your mind is concerned, they will quote a scripture. But they can never quote life. And but this is what we have in, have to lead our churches. And this is an indictment against God. And God is speaking to all of us, including me, apostles and prophets and evangelists and pastors and teachers. We cannot help equip the saints uh, not help. We cannot equip the saints for work of ministry when we have not been equipped ourselves. The equipment is not, ladies and gentlemen, just giftings. It is it is the character of Christ Jesus to be developed in us. And character, ladies and gentlemen, is developed through a process. And it's a process of pain. And the purpose of the pain is to get you and I to come to the end of ourselves, that we would die to ourselves. The greatest enemy, the greatest enemy, think about it, is humanism has infiltrated the church to get me to believe uh, that there is no power greater than the power of humanity. So the goal is to get me to believe in me, trust me, my flesh, which the Bible said no flesh can enter into the kingdom of heaven. God rejects and renounces all flesh. Nothing that is motivated, nothing that is done through the instrumentality of the flesh is accepted in the kingdom of God. It is not accepted, will not be accepted, and cannot be accepted in the kingdom of God. Why? Because God condemns sin in the flesh. Sin has been condemned. 
and the place of its condemnation is in the flesh. So there's no good thing that dwells in my flesh. There's no good thing that dwells in your flesh. So humanism comes in and to get me to believe in me and to exalt me. Humanism. And the manipulation of humanism is this right here. When other people exalt our flesh, when other people exalt our flesh, and I'm talking about exalt my flesh when I sing, exalt my, my flesh when I preach, exalt my flesh when I teach. You want to know why? Because they are dominated by the spirit of humanism, and so, so flesh exalt flesh. Flesh see flesh. Flesh cannot exalt spirit. Flesh cannot build spirit because flesh cannot see spirit. It cannot recognize spirit because spirit is foolishness to flesh. It cannot comprehend it. It cannot receive it. So it rejects it. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got to understand humanism is a danger. One of the things that was shared with me last night, somebody was talking to me and said they was uh, – at a service um, not too long ago, and the I think if I'm not mistaken, it was the visiting pastor or the visiting pastor's wife. I don't forget which one it was, but right in the pulpit was texting. Right in the pulpit, texting. But this is what we have in the church. Humanism has infiltrated the church. Why? How can you say that's humanism, preacher? Because think about it. The, the church service, we're saying, we're coming together with a church service. The Bible says, when two or three are gathered together in my midst, are gathered together, I am in the midst. When two or three are gathered together in my name, I am in the midst. So when we come to a church service, we're gathering together in the name of Jesus. Then Jesus is in the midst. So we dishonor him. We disrespect him. We pay no attention to him. Who's in our midst? You have gathered with other believers. And then every time we come together, we'll say, Jesus is in the midst. But if I'm texting, receiving texts, answering phones, while Jesus is in the midst, what disrespect, what dishonor has come to us, come to the Lord, excuse me, has come to the Lord. But yet, at the same time, we want the presence. At the same time, we want the power. At the same time, we want the glory. That's what we say. But what we're asking for, we have absolutely no idea what we're asking for. Because if glory did come, presence did come, while we're in our flesh, it will destroy us. You're asking for something that you have absolutely no clue and idea what you're asking for. Every time God put a demand upon the children of Israel to draw near to him in the Old Testament, he will always tell Moses, have the people prepare themselves for three days. Clean themselves up, wash their clothes, and then they come before the Lord. Three days of preparation, and then God said, I will come down on the third day. So, so they had to prepare themselves uh, on, uh, externally. Do you not think that you and I have to prepare ourselves internally to meet him? How do you prepare yourself internally? I got to prepare my mind. I got to prepare my heart. 
to stand before God or to pursue God or draw near to the Lord. It's, it be, i got to do that. How do you do I must repent of all my sins. Anything that I've done said thought that wasn't like the Lord. What has separated you, separated you from God, the scripture says? It's your sins that have separated you from God. So if, if there is known sins, sins I'm holding on to, and I'm, I'm reading my Bible, want to engage God, or I'm praying, want to engage the Holy Spirit, or I'm coming to a church service to encounter the Lord, and I'm holding this stuff in, it's dishonor and disrespect. Humanism has infiltrated. Flesh is exalted, and not the Lord. One of the things I've been praying about, even concerning this meeting, God grace us to see Jesus through the men of God. Grace us to see Jesus. If we don't see Jesus, then what's going to happen? We're going to exalt the person. We're going to exalt the instrument. We're going to exalt the channel. We're going to exalt the agents of God and not God himself, which reveals carnality, which reveals humanism, which reveals that we are not spiritual. We are still carnal. Uh, are we getting this, ladies and gentlemen? We're talking about spiritual warfare, things that the enemy has used to block and stop a consistent flow of the supernatural or our encounter of the supernatural. But my prayer to God uh, that, uh, 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 that, that carnality would be dismantled during these meetings, uh, that our eyes would be opened during these meetings, our ears would be opened during these meetings, our hearts uh, uh, will be open and our hearts will be clean, cleansed uh, in these meetings uh, that we will encounter and see Jesus. Encounter him and see him. Hear him, see him, and encounter Jesus. Hear him, see him, and encounter Jesus. It's time out. We, we get so much good word in the body of Christ. But where is the application of the word of the Lord? Where is the application of the word of the Lord? Where is the application of the word of the Lord? So therefore, ladies and gentlemen, we got to be aware that our warfare is not against flesh. It's not against humanism. It's not, uh, not so much humanism, but humanity. It's not against humanity. But it is um, the, uh, the, uh, the spirits that does not have a body that manipulates humanity. And the manipulation is to get humanity to believe in humanity is to get humanity to trust in humanity so anytime you and i believe and trust and protect our flesh we just cut ourselves off from god god ceased to be god god ceased to be lord god ceased to be master god ceased to be a provider god ceased to be my helper why because the moment you and i trust in ourselves you'll say i don't need you I don't need you. I can handle this. I can do this. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the time and the season that you and I come to the place that we allow the Spirit of the living God lead you and I to our Calvary's cross that you and I can experience resurrection life, that you and I can experience ascension life, you and I can experience the enthroned life of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Then and then, and only then, can you and I walk in great strength and power over the powers of darkness. Then and only then can you and I begin to war a good warfare against every work of darkness that's been assigned against us and then humanity at large. 
you got to understand if I'm incarcerated by my humanity and I try to pray and I try to do intercession and I try to do warfare, ladies and gentlemen, I just set myself up for a fall to experience satanic bite lashes. Satanic bite lashes. I just open up the door for the enemy to infiltrate my life, and especially if I am a man, I'm the head of my household. Then you have access, unless you have a praying, sensitive wife that's in alignment with God, can do battle and can do war herself, that family will be destroyed. The enemy's ultimate goal is generations. He don't want a man just to have a man. He wants everything connected to the man because he understands laws. When we understand the laws of succession or the laws of generations, you got to understand legality. That's bloodlines and DNA. The enemy understands, ladies and gentlemen. He don't... He don't look at flesh and blood the way you and I look at flesh and blood. But he look at laws that governs flesh and blood, principles. So, therefore, uh, everyone that comes have come out of E.J. McKenzie Lawrence, that's who he want. He want my daughters, my son-in-laws, my grandchildren, and my children's children to come to the Lord Jesus Christ. He want the generations. So, therefore... We can give the enemy legal right by our commitment and submission to the enemy. And by the same token, you and I can give the Lord God legal right by our commitment and submission to the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And the Spirit of the living God then can flow through me as a channel and begin to direct the course and the life of my children and my children's children which is really the Lord's children, because these children is here to fulfill purpose, like I am a child of uh, Wilson and Lee McKenzie. Even though my, my parents wasn't saved, uh, my mother's saved now, but they wasn't uh, saved, but she confessed she was, never went to church, uh, but which I know about her, but that ain't the problem. problem the, thing, the, the key is now she's saved. So, so, uh, uh, my wife is the product of her parents, Eddie and Helen Shivers. She's the product. So uh, her mother was confessing salvation. Her father ended up giving his life to the Lord before he passed. So therefore, God has legal right to that line. Kath is no longer part of that line. Because the moment she married me, that line, she'd been cut off from that line and been drafted into another line by way of marriage, and that's legality. So, therefore, uh, she's, she is a McKenzie now, and she's no longer a Shivers. Basically, she's up under my authority, so that means I am responsible uh, for her and for the children or the seed that she received from me and brought forth into the earth room for God. Are you, are you getting this? 
Satan thinks generational. God thinks generationally. The goal, he wants the generations. He wants the generations. So therefore, his ultimate goal is to stop and block, but he can't unless we give him permission. Here's legality again. Here's legality again. What do the Bible say in Matthew 18? Whatsoever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Whatever you. So you mean to tell me that I have the power to bind Satan? Uh-huh. I even have the power to loose Satan? Uh-huh. I have the power to bind God? Yes. I have the power to loose God? Yes. Because God and Satan, domain, is in two different realms. It's not in this realm. Even though Satan is the God of this world, the Bible says, call him the God of this world, but his domain is not this world. It's more so like a playground for him. But this is not his domain. And the reason it's not his domain because he is not a human being. The domain of the earth is for humans and humans only. But God won't access to humanity. Satan won't access to humanity. Humanity belongs to God because humanity was made in the image and the likeness of God. He won't access. It's up to you, it's up to me to give him access, to give God access. And trust me, there is no neutrality. No one is neutral. I'm going to say it again. No one is neutral. So therefore, therefore, Either I'm being influenced by the kingdom of darkness or the kingdom of God. For what reason? Why am I being influenced? It's because I'm yielding to a greater power. And that power won't access. Because that power won't advancement. That power won't increase its domain. First in me. Then through me. The preacher brought something that I thought was excellent last night. Uh, quite a few things was excellent. How is it? And, that, and we bring that. I, I, I have thought about this. As a matter of fact, I made this statement when we went through our transition uh, last year, or part of this year. How is it that you can be so influenced, easily influenced? more negatively than positively towards someone that God has placed in your life. Here you know, when you first met this person, that they, you called them a man and woman of God. But then someone can have issues, be disgruntled, and speak, discuss, and disgrunt, uh, 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 not disgruntlement, but speak, disgust into you, and you have a tendency to believe that more than that was righteous. It was a good observation. But the preacher made a statement. He said the reason is because that thing is in you, and I agree 100%. 
is because that thing is in you. Jesus said, the enemy cometh and findeth nothing in me. What did he say? He said, the enemy comes and findeth nothing in me. Then my question would be to you. Is there anything that belongs to the enemy that's in you? Because always understand something. The power of birthing is agreement. I'm going to say it again. The power of birthing is agreement. Anytime two agree, it's automatically going to birth something. So when someone that is disgruntled find them their way to you, and you can enter into dialogue with them, you're entering into agreement because like just found like. And when like find like, like produces like. So what do you mean when like find like? Well, human beings cannot have dogs, birth dogs. Dogs cannot birth in human beings. Well, when two dogs get together, what a dogs and, and, and mate, what will a dog produce? A puppy. Two cats, kittens. Two human beings, a baby. So, just as it is in the natural, so it is in the spirit. When two angry people get together, what you think they're going to birth? More anger. When two unforgiving people get together, what do you think they're going to birth? More unforgiveness. Are you getting the picture here? So anytime someone that is disgruntled about authority or people in your life and they find their way to you and you do not repel that or reject that, it's because that is you. You feel comfortable with it because it's you. You engage in it because it's you. Can you see how the enemy has manipulated? We're talking about spiritual warfare, ladies and gentlemen. Do you see how he manipulates and deceives and tricks? So think about it. If you put the seed of a man into uh, the egg of a dog, the dog cannot bring forth a human being. It's just genetically, its genetic structure uh, cannot receive that, except that because it wasn't created to receive seed from a human or human seed from a dog. It's going to reject it because it's not of its kind. When something is not you, you're going to reject it. And that's what happens when a person eats something and they regurgitate. It doesn't settle with them. That means uh, their body is rejecting that because something in the food uh, is poisonous or something that's not right. So they can't accept it and they regurgitate. It's really protecting the body. It's protecting your uh, the life in the body. You're going to reject it. Why do you feel comfortable with gossip? Is it possible because you are a gossiper? If you feel comfortable with it, God is trying to show you something. 
and, and, and if you feel comfortable with it, that means you're in agreement with it. If you're in agreement with it, you're going to birth something. You are getting ready to give birth. Are you understanding, ladies and gentlemen? And watch this right here. Now, if 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 that is the case, and now I enter the spiritual warfare, now I just birthed lies. I came in agreement with gossip of lies, and now um, I'm hearing people lie on me, and I rise up. And I said, I bind the spirit of lying. I take authority over the spirit of lying that's coming against me, coming against my spouse, coming against my children. Do you think, because I say I bind the enemy, the enemy is bound? Absolutely not. Why is that? A bound, a bound man cannot lose a bound man. If my hands was tied behind my back, my feet were tied, and and and, and as my hands are tied behind my back, I'm sitting in the chair, and I'm bound to the chair, and another person is sitting in the chair, their feet is tied, arms tied behind their back, and bound to the chair. Which one of us can set the other person free? Neither. Why? Because both of us are bound. So I can't set him free. He can't set me free because both of us are bound. Do Satan understand these principles? Absolutely. Absolutely. So what is it goal is? My goal is to bind you. To bind you without you realizing and understanding that you are bound. <laughs> this is something we were sharing on a broadcast, I think, last week, about how Satan has taken us captive to do his will. That's how it works. You could be captive but don't know you're captive and you're doing his will. And so, therefore, I cannot progress in spiritual warfare. I cannot progress in taking authority over the enemy. I cannot progress in advancing the kingdom of God. I cannot pro progress. Are you getting this? Ladies and gentlemen, if that's if we're going to uh, uh, excuse me for a minute, if we if we if we're going to advance the kingdom of God, then I need to walk in the liberty where Christ has set me free. So now I can be the instrument of praying and warring and battling for my wife and my children. My greatest enemy is E. J. McKenzie's flesh, self exaltation, self importance, self-righteousness, self-reliance, self-protection, self-self-self, self-pity. All of these are enemies of the progression of the Spirit of God that's on the inside of me. And so God is allowing you and I to go through certain particular things and experience certain uh, pain. What he's trying to do, he's trying to get you and I to surrender to the cross. And the problem with us is we don't like the instruments that God uses. We don't we 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 don't like the the uh, material that God makes our cross out of. And usually God, uh, you have to excuse me, I'm in the wrong place. 
God has to use uh, uh, different material. And the material that he's using as a cross, to build a cross for E.J. McKenzie, will be the material, a wife material, or a child material, or a congregation material, or a business material, or a peer material on, on my job. He uses people, ladies and gentlemen. He uses people. He uses circumstances. He uses situations to get E.J. McKenzie to die to E.J. McKenzie, that the life of Christ can be made manifest in E.J. McKenzie. Are you getting this, ladies and gentlemen? And, and you know something? A lot of us know this, especially those that have been sitting up under our teachings, familiar with our teaching, and we have started a series, and we've got to get really get back on this series in the window uh going to allow us to uh, uh, get back on the series, The Anatomy of Man, breaking down the functions of the spirit, the function of the soul, and the function of the body. If I don't understand that, which the majority of people do not understand, I'm going to continue to be tricked and manipulated, oppressed, and depressed. And I'm not going to be able to engage in spiritual warfare, because spiritual warfare is exactly what it is. It is warfare with your human spirit. It's not just saying prayers. Saying prayers and, and, and saying uh, scripture does not make your prayer spiritual. What makes your prayer spiritual when it is induced by the Holy Spirit? Your human spirit has liberty. Your human spirit has free course. Your human spirit has free reign. And God is moving through your human spirit. And he have access. He have access to humanity through your human spirit, because your human spirit is no longer blocked. It is no longer barricaded. It is no longer incarcerated. Your human spirit is free. And so, therefore, since your human spirit is free, because there is no blockage, there is no barricades of the flesh, the Holy Spirit uses your human spirit as a channel to flow through your soul and through your body. And it hit other spirits. It hit other spirits, the spirits of men, demon spirits, to set them free. It can bind an evil spirit. And think about it. You cannot bind an evil spirit if my spirit is bound. Impossible. Impossible. I'm going to say it again. I cannot bind an evil spirit if my spirit is bound. My spirit must be free. And the only way my spirit can be free is uh, my flesh has been nailed to the cross. Has been nailed to the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's on the way. Romans, let us know how. Romans chapter 12 and verse 1, ladies and gentlemen. What does it say? I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present what? Your body. That you present your body, what? A living sacrifice. Now notice right here, you present your body. Your body don't have the power to present itself. So he could not be talking to your, talking to, uh, 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 talking to your body. He got to be talking to something that is greater than the body. You present your body. You present. Who is the you he is talking to here that is designed to present the body who? Your soul. 
You present your body. You present your body. You present your body a living sacrifice. You present your body a living sacrifice. We know the scripture, but how do we do that? How do we do that? And what's the purpose of that? Let's finish the scripture. You present your body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your reason and service, verse 2, and be not conformed to this world. What, do, what part of my anatomy that I have that connects me to this world? My body. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Well, my mind cannot be renewed by my body, so my mind got to be renewed by something else. So what is my mind going to be renewed by since I'm to present my body a living sacrifice? My mind only can be renewed by my human spirit, through the Holy Spirit, the person of the Holy Spirit. So therefore, therefore he says, you present your body a living sacrifice. And be not conformed to this world. Because if I do present my body, I will not be conformed to this world. Because if I present my body, I no longer can be influenced by my body. What dwells in my body? My five senses. What I see, hear, smell, taste, and feel. He says, be not conformed to this world. Don't let your body, which is a part of this world, to influence you, change you to it. But be ye renewed. As the scripture goes, be ye transformed by the renewing, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. So therefore my body cannot renew my mind. But what a part of my anatomy that is designed to renew my mind? Got to be my human spirit. Who lives in my human spirit? The Holy Spirit. What's the purpose of your human spirit? Have access to God. Have access to the realm of God. Are you, are you getting this? Are you getting this? We, we, we got to understand this. So therefore, therefore, if I yield to the spirit without presenting my body living sacrifice, it's going to be an all-out war, and I'm not going to experience the victory. I'm not going to experience the victory. I'm not going to experience the victory. Are you hearing me, ladies and gentlemen? We gotta understand how it works. So so how do I present my body? When do I present my body a living sacrifice? How do I identify a cross or a time to present my body? A living sacrifice. Well, every time uh 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 Kathy uh um uh, rise up or do not submit herself according to the word of God. And I know she should submit according to the word of God. And that thing bothers me. I get frustrated and aggravated. I've been there. That is an opportunity for me to present my body. And I didn't. That was an opportunity for me to present my body a living sacrifice. And that was an opportunity for me to yield to the Holy Spirit for me to experience transformation of my mind. And if my mind is trans, not so much transformed. If my life is transformed by the renewal of my mind, if my life is transformed, that means then I stood on the word of God concerning her, or I stood on the word of God 
concerning my position in God. I stood on the word of God concerning my relationship with God. I stood on the word of God concerning my relationship with Christ. I stood on the reality of the finished work of Calvary. Trusting Christ. And then what's going to happen? I'm going to experience transformation. Why? Because my mind was renewed. What's the evidence my mind was renewed? Because I had the mind of Christ concerning the situation. And because I had the mind of Christ and I stood, then I experienced transformation. And that means then I experienced victory over this world. I experienced victory over this world. We'll give you another example. Presenting your body. The Bible doesn't know we should pay our tithes and give our offering. I, I, I have never missed paying tithes and giving my offering. Now, I, I pay tithes different than I did a while back because uh, uh, I pay my tithes once a month uh, uh, to my covering. And so I pay it once a month. So uh, 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 prior to me coming to the knowledge of this, when I first started the church, I was paying tithes to Panorama, which is illegal. <laughs> that means every paycheck I, I, I paid it to Panorama, which is illegal. Uh, uh, I should have paid it to someone else, even though I didn't have a covering at the time. Uh, I was searching for a covering. I should have, I should have some ministry I should, it should have went to, but I didn't know that at the time. So God honored my ignorance. But tithing. The Bible says it belongs to God. It belongs to God. So what will happen is a bill will come. Something will come, and now you're in a situation to say, to present your body a living sacrifice, not to say, but to present your body a living sacrifice and be not conformed to this world, I'm in a situation. But if I stand and do what the word of God says do, Pay my tithes. Give an offering. You say you robbed me in tithes and offering, not just tithes, tithes and offering. You have robbed me. If I do that, if I give God the tithe, the 10%, and I give God an offering, every time I do that, what's happening? I'm presenting my body a living sacrifice. Now I'm in a position that my mind can be renewed and I'm in a position I can experience transformation every time I do it. And what that really means as well, now I qualify to pray for somebody in the areas of finances. Now I qualify to pray for someone in the areas of finances. I can battle for someone in the areas of finances. I can bind the enemy in the areas of finances. I have that power now. I can do that because I've been transformed. I have experienced transformation. Are you getting this, ladies and gentlemen? Are you getting this? Presenting my body a little bit of sacrifice, then make sure I'm not conformed to this world because this world, to be conformed to this world, when it comes out of the time, it say, you better use wisdom. Here's humanism again. You better use wisdom. You better pay your bill. You better do this right here. What it's actually doing is telling me that I am God. You can take yourself. You make the decision. And what it cuts me off from the supernatural aid and assistance of God. 
where we quote the scripture, Seek ye first the kingdom of God, his kingdom is invisible, and his righteousness, righteousness is conforming to the divine will of God. And all these things will be added to you. Other words, ladies and gentlemen, the trick is this right here. My time is basically up. My, the trick is this right here. The trick is to get you to believe in the strength of your human, your, your, uh, your humanity. And if you believe in your humanity, that means then humanity will have dominion over you. Or this world will have dominion over you. That's what humanism is. Get you to believe in you. That you are the standard, not God. So then, think about it. And if I am human and God condemns sin in the flesh, that means, ladies and gentlemen, how can I bind Satan when I'm bound by myself because I believe in myself? And so, therefore, the very thing that God has executed judgment on that I believe in, I bring judgment on myself because I believe in what God cannot receive. Paul said, in my flesh dwells no good thing. No good thing. But Satan wants me to believe in my flesh when God has condemned sin in the flesh. Sin is condemned and the flesh is condemned because sin is condemned in the flesh. That's why flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Oh, he's a master manipulator. Let me pray for you today before we get off this line. And get ready for this powerful meeting today. Uh, make sure you call somebody, your families and friends. Get the sick, get the blind, get the dead, get everybody out there that the supernatural can manifest itself in our midst. That the supernatural can manifest itself in our midst. That the supernatural can manifest in our midst. Oh, he's going to manifest. We got people fasting and praying. We got prophetic teams uh, that is gearing up, getting ready to go down to the hotel now to be able to be a blessing. Heaven is getting ready to flow through these prophetic voices uh, without reservation, hesitation, because we have already prayed and we have already blocked every enemy that would try to block the Spirit of God from manifesting itself. It's, he can't, he's not going to operate. There will be a pure flow from heaven. There will be a pure manifestation of the Spirit of God in these meetings today and tomorrow, and not it will not end tomorrow, but it's just it's going to catapult everyone that is in these meetings is going to catapult people to flow in the supernatural. It's going to catapult them to flow in the supernatural. I'm going to say it again. It's going to catapult them to flow in the supernatural. Ladies and gentlemen. You need to get the CD. I don't know if the man's going to minister tonight. If anything like last night, it's going to be dynamite. But these meetings have been ordained by heaven. These meetings have been set aside. It's been set aside, sanctified for the supernatural. You need to be there today. You need to engage in what God, be a part of what God is doing in these meetings. If you know anyone sick, once again, get them to the meeting. Anyone challenged, get them to the meeting. Marriages, whatever children, whatever your problem is, get them to the meetings and watch what the Spirit of the Living God do. Watch how the Holy Ghost manifests Himself in the meeting. This is your hour. This is your due season, Father. We're so grateful and thankful for our hearers, for the hearers today. We thank you, Lord God, for all of uh, uh, our broadcast audience. Lord God, we thank you for them, and we pray your blessing upon our broadcast audience, those that is loyal and faithful to this broadcast, Lord God, 
those that you that is gleaming from this broadcast, those that you're impacting through these broadcasts, Lord God. And we pray right now in the name of Jesus under the sound of my voice. All of those that is listening today and all of those that shall listen later, Lord God, under the sound of my voice, I pray right now for the liberation of their spirit, the liberation of their minds, the liberation of their hearts, the liberation of their soul. I speak, decree, and declare the liberation of their bodies, even now in Jesus' name. And as their soul spirit, whole soul, and whole body has been set free today. I command their marriages to be set free. I command their children to be set free. I command their finances to be set free. I command right now in Jesus' mighty name that which is held up to be released to them, even now in the name of the Lord Jesus. I bind every satanic and demonic fleshly manipulation that's been assigned to every person under the sound of my voice, even now in the name of the Lord Jesus. I command you to be rooted up and rooted up, and I drive you out by the finger of God, even now in the name of the Lord Jesus, I speak, decree, and declare that the heavens over your life has been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. I speak, decree, and declare an open heaven over your life, even now in Jesus' mighty name. I speak, decree, and declare angelic assistance even now in your life is being released in your life now for are they not ministering spirits that is sent forth to minister for them that is heirs unto salvation we thank you Lord God Almighty for the disbursement of legions of angels Lord God that is going forth in great strength and great power in the lives oh God of the people let their faith oh God soar like the eagle in Jesus' name, I pray that the supernatural of God will increase exponentially in their lives, even now in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord God, for the signs is beginning to follow those under the sound of my voice. They are laying hands on the sick, and the sick is recovering. They are speaking in new tongues by the Holy Ghost. They are raising the dead by the Spirit of the living God. Boldness is increasing. Courage is increasing. And the Lord of and the King of Kings like never before. I decree and I declare the Lordship of Christ over your spirit, over your soul, over your body, over your past, over your present, and over your future. I speak it today. I decree it today. And I declare it to be so even now in the name of Jesus. I command right now the unlocking of your spirit. The unlocking of your soul, the unlocking of your body, the unlocking of your marriage, the unlocking of your family, the unlocking of your businesses, the unlocking of your finances, the unlocking of your divine health, even now in the name of Jesus. I speak, decree, and declare the unlocking. I speak, decree, and declare divine alignment. I speak, decree, and declare divine advancement. I speak it into your life. I speak it into your life. I speak it into your life, even now in in the name of Jesus. Even now, in the name of Jesus, I decree and I declare you are no longer a hearer of the word, but you are doers of the word of the living God, and you are blessed in your deeds. I decree and declare this is your season of restoration. I decree and declare everything that the enemy has stolen is being restored even now. It's being restored even now. It's being restored even now. I speak right now in the name of Jesus, divine orchestrated relationship. Relationships and divine orchestrated relationships and even now in the name of Jesus. And I command the canceling of all negative, ungodly relationships and 
in your life, in your spouse's life, in your children's life, in your children's children, under the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. I cancel down all ungodly, satanic, demonic, and fleshly relationships in Jesus' mighty name. I speak, decree, and declare a divine word is becoming between you and those relationships. In the name of the Lord Jesus, it is done today. It is settled today, as I decree it to be so today, in Jesus' mighty name. I command right now an open door over your life. I command an open door, even as the door of the Lord has been opened unto me. I release it unto you in Jesus' name. An open door. Walk in the door. Walk in the door. This is your due season, your set time. O man of God, O woman of God, even now in Jesus' mighty name. God, I thank you for the lifting, the lifting, the lifting, the lifting. I call you up now. I call you up now. I call your spouse up. I call your children up. I call your finances up. I call your health up. I call your wealth up. I call your relationships up. Even now, in the name of Jesus, I decree and I declare, even as Jesus Christ has canceled sin, your sins, I decree and declare your debts has been canceled in Jesus' name. Those of you that are experiencing foreclosures, I command the foreclosure to be canceled now in Jesus' name, by the supernatural power of the Holy Spirit, by the divine intervention of the kingdom of God, even now in Jesus' mighty name, I release on this line the testimony of the Lord Jesus Christ. I release on this line the testimony of the Lord Jesus Christ. I release on this line the testimony of the Lord Jesus Christ. I speak it. I decree it. And I declare to be sold even now in the name of Jesus. Men of God, woman of shake yourself in the name of Jesus, I command right now the spirit of oppression and depression to be broken. I command oppression and depression to be eradicated now in Jesus' name. Now in Jesus' name, I call your spirit, I call your soul to liberate. I release the joy of the Lord. I release the joy of the Lord. I release the joy of the Lord. I release the presence of God. I release the glory of God in your life, in your heart. In your mind, now in Jesus' mighty name, I speak, decree, and declare divine unity and oneness. I release right now in the name of Jesus the increase of the momentum of the love of Christ, the peace of Christ, the joy of Christ, the faith of Christ, the temperance of Christ, the patience of Christ, the goodness of Christ, the kindness of Christ, even now in Jesus' mighty name, in the gentleness of Christ, in Jesus' name, I release right now the wisdom, the righteousness, the sanctification, and the redemption of Christ, in Jesus' name, it is overtaking you on the right hand, it is overtaking you on the left hand, even now in the name of Jesus, I call you one in Christ, one in spirit, one in soul, one in thought, one in purpose, one in body. I call you one with him now in Jesus' name. I call you one with him now in Jesus' name. I bind your spirit. I bind your soul. I bind your body. One with Christ Jesus. And I release the Lordship of Christ over you now. I release the Lordship of Christ over you now. I release the Lordship of Christ over you now in the name of the Lord Jesus. And Lord God, all of those that's on this line, O oh God, and preparing, O oh God, for me. 
for this supernatural encounter today and tomorrow. In Jesus' mighty name, I command and speak to your spirit. I speak to your soul. I speak to your heart. I speak to your mind. I speak to your members. And I bring them subject to the influence of the spirit of the living God. In Jesus' mighty name, I forbid negativism. I forbid doubt, unbelief, and skepticism. It cannot, shall, and will not operate in your life. In Jesus' mighty name, with your faith is soaring like the eagle, and you're going in a spirit of expectancy, and God shall meet your expectation, and God shall meet your expectation, even this day in Jesus' mighty name. I speak a decree and declare to be so. I speak a decree and declare to be so. I speak a decree and declare to be so. Now in Jesus' mighty name. Uh, I speak and renounce the blessings of God upon you, men and, men, men and women of God. I command them to overtake you in the right hand and the left hand. Even now, in the name of Jesus, ah, I release unforgiveness. You will not operate in unforgiveness. In the name of Jesus, I command unforgiveness to be rooted and rooted out. I drive out unforgiveness now in Jesus' name. But I decree and declare that you will to forgive every man, woman, boy, and girl that ever set themselves up against you. Even now, in Jesus' name. Even now, in Jesus' name. Even now, in Jesus' name. You walk in the love of God. You're walking in forgiveness. You're walking in the love of God. You're walking in forgiveness. And the anointing is eradicating and breaking all satanic and demonic bondages of unforgiveness and resentment and bitterness. It cannot show that it will not operate in your life. You are free from it now. You lose from it now in the name of the Lord Jesus. And the love of God is inundating you. The love of God is inundating you. The love of God is inundating you now in Jesus' mighty name. And I release you into the supernatural. I release you into the supernatural. I release you into the supernatural kingdom of the Most High God. Even now in Jesus' mighty name. Father, we bless you. And we magnify you. We glorify you. And we set, we bring this program subject to the Lordship and the influence of the Spirit of the Living God. And everyone that here, oh God, uh, Lord God, the anointing will break every satanic and demonic and fleshly yoke off of them in Jesus' name. And launch them into purpose and, and launch them into the revelation of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of the Living God. In Jesus' mighty name, it is done, settled, and sealed by the blood of the Lamb. In Jesus' name, amen. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, call your family and friends. Call those that you know that is challenged in any kind of capacity. Bring them out to this meeting starting at 4 o'clock today. Bring them here. Get them into the meeting today. Get them into the meeting today. Let the glory of God come upon. Let the present, let the supernatural fall upon them. I believe that God is going to do something because the atmosphere is going to be so charged. His faith is going to be so charged uh, that nobody's going to have to lay hands upon you. I believe that God is going to meet your knees, sit in your chair. He's going to meet your knees in the praise and the worship. Get them to the meeting tonight. Get them to the meeting tomorrow. Those that do not have a church home, get them into those meetings, ladies and gentlemen, so they can experience the supernatural power of the Most High God. We love you today. We thank God for you today. Once again, this is your host, Dr. E.J. McKenzie, with the Master Key. We pray the program was a blessing to you today. Tell someone about it, if you will. Go to our website, and you can see all the information. Call somebody. Tell them about it. I thank God for my hope, my guests, uh, 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 my audience, my radio audience. I thank God for you. I'm here to serve you, and I speak the blessings of God upon you. God bless you, and we'll talk with you the next time, which will be Monday. It'll be Monday evening. God bless you.
with Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.